0: It's the Ruby on Rails podcast. I'm Jeffrey Grossenbach. This is part two of a roundtable discussion about women in development from RailsConf in Portland.
1: Cynthia, right? Yeah, so I'm Cynthia Kaiser, and I uh, work for Caltech. Um, I do um, programming, system administration, database administration. Where I cut out is, if it's design, too hard. (laughs) If it involves Photoshop... I back up, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's interesting to hear you say that, that you know people need like a little introduction to programming, and it's gonna you need a, a way around that slippery slope because it's kind of the opposite of my experience, which was you know in, in high school I took like a two week programming course that was entertaining, it was fun, it was pretty easy. I think I was the only woman, but you know it didn't bother me one way or the other. But it was the like what do I do from here? No, it wasn't obvious what I did from here. So, put it away, came back to it in college. Like, eh, that was kind of entertaining, but I spent way too much time validating user input. It was just really tedious. Um, and then, when the web came along, and there were like, things to say, it was all of a sudden much more obvious to me what you do with this. Right. So it wasn't, yes. you know, picking mm-hmm. up... So it's a the, tool. It's a tool. It appealed
0: it, to you because it was a tool.
1: Yeah, but I am a craftsman, so I like tools for their own sake, but not sufficiently that I was willing to do it in a complete vacuum. And so when I found a, a group of people, I basically found a company that had a really compelling blog, way before anybody called a the blog. There was this one guy with a, with a really clear voice, and a, this is what we should do with the web. This is why the web matters. And, oh, by the way, we're hiring. <laughs> um, and so I went out to a two-week boot camp, um, picked up as much programming as I could along with a bunch of guys who've been doing a ton of programming and I was just like, oh, okay, uh, uh, then this is. And I'm still trying to work through all the pieces. Like, I, I know roughly that this is going to happen. Um, but you know, it took me a couple months to get up to speed. But then, you know, it was fine. But it was because I finally had something that was clearly, obviously, this is what we could do with it. and programming is the way to get there. You know, that, that that yeah, you can do a lot of things on the web with HTML, but you can drive yourself mad that way. <laughs> you have to do a lot of things programmatically in order to be able to to really get to that, okay, this is really interesting and it's easy enough that we'll actually do it.
2: No, I mean, I, I came to Rails. Um, I had a, a Microsoft Access database. So, yes, I am a, I'm a closet Visual Basic developer. Just get that out of so that it doesn't no longer. Come, I come back to the back. I'm out of the closet now. And, you know, I mean, my, uh, my, my I suppose, I, I was waiting for an opportunity to convert this access database into something that would be web enabled both for, for my own convenience and to expand its capability. And, you know, I, I looked at web objects. I looked at, um, you know, I looked at PHP and I looked at, you know, as, as much as I could. And, and basically every, you know, every time I did this, it was, I just stopped short of, you know, I'm not going to commit the next six months of my life to learning this, you know, you know, this this either either complicated or expensive or, or unpleasant-looking language. And Rails came along, and it was okay. This is absolutely this is what I've been waiting for, and this is fantastic. And you know, this is what I'm going to do. And but I think one of the things that's um, but I've always found, uh, and I've kind of come to IT through, you know, through. through so, so it's not directly, you know, and it's, it's kind of only recently. I've sort of admitted to myself, you know what, yeah, I am a programmer. That's, that's really what I enjoy doing. I love coding. But I, I've come to it because I needed to solve problems. And, you know, and there's a huge, there is still this absolutely huge opportunity in, in IT where where we, we people within IT who know what the technology is capable of doing and the people outside of IT who have who have needs and who have problems that want to be solved they don't you know they they still do not talk to each other yeah and and, and you have these people who can you know and i i I've, I've consulted in companies and it's ironic because i know they have someone sitting in the IT department two floors up who's perfectly capable of doing the work that i'm doing but they don't know they you know they don't know what the needs of the other people in the company are and the People in the company who don't have an IT background don't know what's capable of being done. It's not as you know. They would have no problem sitting down with the person, but they just they just don't know that it's possible. And that's when that's when consultants come in and make you know an awful lot of money, you know, which is fine. So there's still you know it's you know at the end of the day, I think and I suppose we talk a lot about you know feature driven development versus you know versus the user you know technology driven development versus you know solving people's problems, and you know that still has not been solved, and there is still you know a huge amount. So people who are um, people who are interested in, in the application of technology, which um, you know, versus the technology itself, it, it's not a right or wrong. But you know, people who are interested in applications are, are, are you know, really have a fantastic opportunity to, to, you know, with with the knowledge of what's possible. Um, you know the people who are who are maybe not professional programmers but are working in, in various industries for you know for nonprofits who can actually say hey you know what I you know I, I'm interested in Rails I do it on the side and hey I can use it to solve this this problem and and you know that still has not been solved there are there is just so much work out there that can be done and there's you know fantastic opportunities out there just because people won't you know won't sit down and talk to it, and they don't know that that you know, they don't even know that, that a solution exists to their problem. And if they, you know, if they did, they'd go get it. But, you know, there's just a huge, huge pool of that waiting waiting to be, you know, tapped into. It's Absolutely. So uh, it's
0: really interesting for me to hear the two of you talk about IT as a means to an end. Because, like, I, you know, mostly what I do is, like, high-level architecture, right? Big problems solving, making groups of people work together, right? But really... I walked into my first programming class 30 years ago, and I write that I wrote that first Fortran program, and I, and I haven't been done since. Yeah. I mean, the physical act of writing code is a pleasure in the in the synapses of my brain, and, and I feel like it, there's something obsessive about it. Like everyone who loves writing code, you know that feeling,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and, and it seems like it got captured somehow in the male domain.
3: Well, I d- maybe that's. I don't think that's necessarily true. Can you
4: introduce yourself, to
3: you? Oh, right, yeah. Sorry. I'm Desi. I've never been this desk. <laughs> I'm Desi. I work for ThoughtWorks. Uh, I also started Dev Chicks, and um, I'm just happy as hell to be listening to all the other women talk. So,
0: I think there needs to be a Jev Chicks podcast. That's what a I to A podcast. Out of this. Yeah,
3: actually, that, that's a pretty, pretty good idea. I'll set you up. All right, cool. So, um, just in response to that, like, for myself, I, I'm, I'm very much like Anna and Cynthia. I, in college, I, I went into, actually, I, uh, my dad, he, he, uh, he admired engineers. And so this was something that kind of pushed me towards engineering. But whenever I got to engineering, I realized that I didn't really like engineering. So I ended up in computer science. And as it turns out, I actually really liked it. Um, but I went through a lot of stuff in college and ended up not doing it coming out of college. Uh, so I wasn't a developer straight out of college. It wasn't until um, I started doing Agile development where I started learning about Agile and started realizing that there was a different way um, to participate in, in development. I could actually have a situation where I could have a, a communication yeah, yeah, and a yeah. collaboration. Okay. Okay. And I found that once I realized that there, were, that there were things that I could do that would make people's lives better because I could code, mm-hmm that's when I really said, okay, this is definitely for me. Like, I can do something that will make someone's life easier. This will make their life better. And once I can see that in a piece of software that I'm going to build, I want nothing more than to build that software. Like, that's what really drives me, is just knowing that what I'm doing is really going to help someone. And I take a pride in it. And I really, it it just, that's that's what gets me. Um, the coding, I love coding too, mm-hmm. but it's not, that's not what it's, fires off yeah, for me. Clear,
0: mm-hmm. it's clear. It's clear. It's I, really actually, interesting for me to hear yeah, that.
3: but I'm actually okay with the,
1: the collaboration I, on code versus the collaboration on the problem. It's just that I, I'm in an environment where that's where I can, where I can get my collaboration. I came from um, molecular biology. I have a Ph.D. in molecular biology mm-hmm. and walked away from it because I was tired of doing everything so, solo. I think, if, Interesting. I think if I had been in uh, other in another field of science, mm-hmm. I'd probably still be in science. You know, if I were a, an astronomer, because of the scale on which they work and the fact that it costs millions to build a telescope and then millions to run it for the next year, um, they have to collaborate in ways that that molecular biologists didn't at the time mm-hmm. I was taking my degree. Um, and so, you know, if I had a, if I had so a programmer <laughs> to collaborate mm-hmm. with. I'd I'd be like this. But what I have is users who are like this, and we've we've worked over the last five years, Mm -hmm. so so they've gotten to the point that they do ask me, could the computer do that? Because I I found people doing terrifying things by hand. Mm -hmm. They'd like take an export (laughs) of something (laughs) from the database and format it by hand. I'm like, you spend how many hours every week doing that before you send it out? Why didn't you tell me Yes please <laughs> exactly computer know, could do that yes. and then we could, it took me less time to change the output format than it took her to do one week's work. Mm-hmm. But she never asked yeah. because yeah. you know, IT isn't something that she thought she could bend to her will.
2: Yeah, I mean I had I had a, I had a case years ago where, you know, they were they were printing out this this, you know, twenty pages of paper. And, and, you know, you could see them circling these numbers and, and adding them up on a calculator. And I just looked at this. I was like, you know, this is, this is a delimited text file, so we're waiting to be parsed, you know? And, and it's, it's back to that thing of, yeah, she didn't know that, that it was possible mm-hmm. for that problem to be solved. And, and it's, you know, I suppose that's, you know... Yeah. Yeah. And I
1: wonder how many people would would turn on to the programming if they started to see the world that way. Mm-hmm. You well, know, maybe that, maybe that's the interesting it thing. It There like are an actually interesting probably question, some, yeah. some programmers... Sort of hiding out in strange admin jobs. That if, if they started to see that as a text delimited file that was waiting to be parsed, they'd be like, let's
4: do that." I, the, did, I, yeah, good. I, I don't know when we have to when yeah, the next begun, session starts, but yeah. I just want to bring it back to women in computing yeah. for a moment because you know it's great hearing all these women talk about. All this computer stuff, and it would be great if these conversations could always happen. But the thing is, you know, it's like it's like what Desi said. A lot of people go and they look at something like DevChicks or Linux Chicks or Sisters, and they and they think reverse discrimination. And the truth is, you know, I wanna I wanna address that because I don't think it's reverse discrimination. It's like this never happens. You know, this is what male programmers have all every single day. You know, it's called normal. Yeah, this is normal. So what's normal I mean this is probably a little yeah. unusual for you being in a circle where you're the when only was the guy. Yeah, the last time this yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, happened. <laughs> that's a little weird. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to that's what we're in. And and because of the way society is is sometimes intimidating if you're the only woman and right. you're sitting at a table with a bunch of guys, even if they're trying to be friendly. Mm-hmm. And I feel
0: intimidated right now.
4: <laughs> and we're not a foot taller than you and 100 pounds heavier. Can you can know? see if we all stand up. Yeah. And, and that's part of it. But it's also, even when guys are trying to be friendly, I think a lot of guys, you know, like it, in, in, in Ruby or <laughs> open social... Don't have the best social skills. They don't have the best social skills. Mm-hmm. Even when they have the best of intentions, we end up with something like Ruby Chicks. And I know Desi didn't want me to talk about this, but I can't not talk I'm about so this naive. because... These guys, they wanted. I think. I think. I'm not really sure, but I think they wanted to increase the visibility of women.
2: They did. At, that is,
4: that was Real their health.
3: intentions. That actually was. And their what intentions. they
4: did is they created this website called Ruby Chicks. Okay, and they they went up to women and they said, "Can I take your picture?" And they would take their picture. They wouldn't always explain <laughs> exactly the first what they problem were. Is exactly. The picture. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't always say what they were going to use it for. And then, um, and sometimes they take pictures anonymously. And then they create this website where there was this button that says "upload a chick," you know, and oh, yes, and, You're talking about yes. <laughs> and now, see. You just take a
1: picture just like here and post, it and be chicks all together. <laughs> <laughs> but the,
4: but the, but the problem not. is, you know, it, it's kind of intimidating. You, you go to a conference and you see that there's a website where you can just upload any picture of any woman, and that's it, that's it, a thirty any of the Turn your that are, your Does it work? Turn it around. Does it work? It's insane. It's insane. It, it, it's well, wrong. The, well,
3: the other thing too. The other thing too was that there was there was no content. Okay, there was there was no context around the situation, um, and and a lot of people found it somewhat creepy. Um, <laughs> it is creepy. Too. <laughs> I I try. I I have, I like have this really. I don't know. Whatever. I I have a. I worry that. Um, worry is not the right word. I try to look at every situation mm-hmm. as a good intention, positively, and yeah, so be since, open about it. And mm-hmm. since it was a good intention, I wanted to try. I was trying to find the guys because I wanted to be like, um, this is not going to come off quite like I think you guys expected. So let's try to, you know. And they were they were very great about it. Whenever I found them, they were like, you know what. We weren't trying to do anything that, that, like that. We weren't trying to be creepy. And you know what? Here, here You guys take over the, the domain. You guys take it over and, and make it something good if, if you can make something good out of it. And they were really gracious about it. But, like <laughs> Jen was saying, there's, there, they, they didn't necessarily understand how that was going to make us feel. You know, mm-hmm. they said, hey, mm-hmm. can we take your picture? And I'm like, yeah, sure, take my picture. And then I asked, well, what is it for? And he's like, Ruby Chicks. And I'm like, okay, well, who started Ruby Chicks? And he's like, I guy. did. And I'm like, wait a minute, isn't that kind of weird? <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and I was like, you got to find me and you got to talk to me about this tomorrow. And I was out drinking, of course, I didn't want to <laughs> do this, at, you know, when I'm drinking. But, and um, things, you know, like, the thing is, is I didn't realize the context in which it was going to be displayed. You know, I didn't realize mm-hmm. that it was like, just going to be my picture. Like there's, there's nothing about me. He didn't, he didn't know my name. He didn't know any of our names. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as they started my finding self. out,
2: it's the prototype. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's what they said. They, they were like, eh, if we I can got there yet. I "Yeah, we haven't get a internet connection."
3: on
4: but the, but the point is, you know, and I, and I see it as his point. You know, these guys are trying to do the right thing, maybe but <laughs> if we I, I have most I have a few doubts. but but these are the guys who are trying to be nice yeah. you know just yeah. imagine the guys who are not, not trying to trying be to nice the or the guys who are trying who are being hostile mm-hmm. and then you and then you mm-hmm. see what kind of thing we're up against so when we talk about when people say it's reverse discrimination to start a group of women developers to, to be able to talk They're together, closed. It's not reverse discrimination. It's right. just that we want normal. You know, we want what is normal for. And you're the, the ones who or know or what or you we can, need. And we would like and to define what them.
0: you need as a. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we it.
4: want to be the, the ones very defining it. That's a very different thing when now, women promote women versus when
1: men yeah. promote women as, as mm-hmm. so, sorry, <laughs> so... right. Well, this <laughs> basically is, an object for them to stare at so, so so on a website.
3: So this is well, the thing that was happening last night. That when the guy came up to me he was like, "You know, I really want to help. I want to do something. I want to. I want to be a part of this. I want to." And I'm like. That's great please keep that enthusiasm but let us help let us figure out how yeah, to, to best engage you because I don't necessarily know that if you just go out and do it you're gonna understand because you're you're not you're not a woman you don't see the world from my perspective or from every other woman's perspective I don't see the world from everybody else's perspective either but I at least have the connections to talk to people and find out like okay what does everyone feel what is what do you guys think beforehand you know I mean, So it's it's difficult, right? And and I think you made a really great point, which I didn't see coming, um, in that when the guys who are trying to be nice can can kind of cause upset, it's 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 hard for other people to imagine what it's like for us to have to do to deal with the ones that don't want to be nice. Yeah, it's it's very
0: (laughs) hard. I went home from uh, RailsConf last year and went to the local Ruby users group, and I was the only woman there. Right. And I had a little rant with all the boys. You know, it was a small enough group so I felt like I could do a rant. And I said, I asked them, "Do you like what you do?" And they were like, "Oh yeah, we love. We're such nerds. We love it." You know, it's like this is a place where we are ex- experts. This is a place where, like, I was a nerd in high school, right? I was not cool, and now I am cool. I'm <laughs> smart and I'm bright, and I feel valued. And I said, "Don't you want your daughters to have that?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you, want a, don't you want a world where your daughters can have that feeling? And they were, like, stunned. <laughs> it was, like, the first time they'd ever thought, like, they they're they feel, you know, they're having this sort of... They're not having a conflict with me. They're, the world is big enough so that there's space enough for them and me right now as adult, But they need to change the world for their children. Yeah. And and it's a point of view that I think there's... Many of them are young enough so that they don't have yet. But it was clear they were startled by that idea. Like, yeah, they I didn't mean, have an obligation to me, but, boy, they... You could see them all getting fierce all of a sudden when they thought about, I want my daughter to have this cool thing that I have.
4: And that's a great point, too, because it kind of brings them to this idea. They they can go to the space, like RubyCon or the Rally Ruby Brigade or whatever, and... and, Yeah, go ahead. And and they can feel like they're part of a group. They can feel that they're part of a group that understands them, Mm -hmm. talks about Ruby. But what would they feel like if there was only five of them And there are 100 Java developers or COBOL developers (laughs) that say, but you guys are discriminating against us. We want to be part of it, too. Or or even better, non-computer people, right? (laughs) They say, you're discriminating against us. We want to hang out here, you know, and – it kind of changes the atmosphere a lot. You're not talking about the stuff that you want to talk about. You're not talking about the stuff that you're passionate about because you have to share it with all these other opinions that may disagree with you. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of why it's important to have... Things like Dev chicks or Linux chicks and, or yeah, sisters or, exactly. or all the other. More,
2: wi- more women to go into programming,
3: things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, right. and we have and to start somewhere. My basic point
0: of view is it's like good for everybody. And if you yeah. don't understand it, I mean, I told them, wouldn't you like it? Okay, so you weren't cool in high school. <laughs> <laughs> now think about how cool it would be if there were a lot of women here, you could get dates. <laughs> Each other? I mean, okay, that's all right with me, but I don't think most of you want that. And it's, a, it's like, I mean, I feel like one of the things we can bring is like open up, crack your brain open a little bit and see a wider world. Yeah. It's better for everyone. I'm not asking for something for me. I want you to look at what's real and think about how it benefits you. And it's okay with me if you evaluate it in those terms. Yeah, me too. Right? Yeah, absolutely. What's in it for you? Exactly. That seems absolutely. perfectly. I mean, we all do that, right? I mean, I'm sitting in here saying what's in this for me. I'm going to change it for me. But yeah. what I would say is it's not a zero-sum game, it, right? Everyone benefits. benefits. Yeah. And it's yeah. important to really understand that. And I think if they really understood how much, like, everyone could benefit, everyone would think, wow, we should have more diversity here. It's a good you know thing. What it, uh, well, I've benefited from this. I think I'm going to wrap it up. Yeah, it looks yeah. like people are coming in, but... I hope this conversation keeps going. Uh,
3: thanks, we, all Yeah, me. we're pretty good at keeping conversations like this. Conversation. <laughs> right. Let me just we say did, that I yeah. appreciate hearing yeah.
0: having yeah. a forum to listen to each other. Yeah, thanks, Jeff, for doing this. For this. Yeah. Thanks for the t-shirts. Where's my t-shirt? <laughs> t-shirts? I'll go get some more. <laughs> 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 Women's <Yeah>. medium. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. This has been the Ruby on Rails podcast, sponsored, as always, by Peepcode Screencasts peepcode.com